Let's push. Give me some. Let's go. Never fold. Ten toes down, baby. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, my bud. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by Uno Media. <laughs> Thing in between us and your welcome Wednesday. We here for our morning shifters from our misters to our sisters. We back for another show just in case you missed us. Do the dish. It's all powered by you know media. It's fun time, team. It is fun time. It is. Kurete Fano, stay blessed. So straight. We got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to the number one show. If you call Aotearoa your home, New Zealand, this is new media, the people's media. Take your shoes off at the door. Everything you want, nothing you don't. Real people, real talk. That's right. And if we're not number one on the charts, we're, we're number, number one, one in your hearts. Hey! <laughs> All right, what is on That's the hot. show today? We're going to test your moral compass, uh, ways to your heart, a conversation that men will debate for hours and hours. And also because it is a Wednesday. Kia ora, I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And this is True News. For you! That is on the show. Will we, ever well. get, will we ever change that? We can't change Never. that. Nah, it's part of Never. us. Uh, it's also uh, a part of us to start the show with an absolute boop. And those honors, they go to me today. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna launch right into this one, guys. Not that we took our foot off the brake, but today, full steam ahead. It is your welcome Wednesday. We give you a little bit of everything. This is very brookesque, but uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Spice of everything, man. The Colonel Spice, did you get all five? Remember, remember when Robin, Robin Williams, Robbie Williams, Robbie, Robbie. He, he had the world in a rikishi <laughs> situation, eh? Like he, he was did. the global superstar of I just felt like him, Kylie Minogue, back in the days, just like and they teamed up at one point. He was like a superstar, eh? He was beyond that. Like he was, he mm. was rocketing his way to like immort- immortality status, right? He was. But then something went astray. I think he started to drink the Kool Aid, no, and <laughs> he started to believe. And he stopped releasing songs, and he just kept going on tours where he just kept playing the old stuff. I, I think some of the old stuff. It's good though. He stopped though. making music before it was like yeah, true. Right? He has the most hilarious story about. No, I'm not going to share it actually. Why do you do this to us? Why do you Sorry, start? No, because it was about it was about it was about a naughty time. Okay, let's not. Yeah, let's okay. not do that. How are we though? OG, how you feeling? Yeah, I'm good. I'm real good. I uh, I've had lots of feedback actually. Wait funnily for, enough, waffle, waffle. on um, the girl date that we want to go on. Oh really? Yeah, lots of people coming out of the woodwork going. That sounds like so much fun. And I'm talking hearty dudes who are like, really? They don't order a main and just sit there and keep their own. And I was like, nah, dude. It's like everyone gets to share the food. And he was like. Foreign. Like, it's foreign. It's eh? very foreign for men. And I'm talking like OGs out of the mm. woodwork going, 
bro, can I come along on that girl date? So we need to organize that now. Now I've got some motivation. I don't know if we're inviting people on the girl date. It's just us, right? Wow, I don't know. It's for real. How about we're just going to go off and like have 10 shifters there once we get there? Which is, we, we love you, but also, you know, you don't want to see Mato Mark in a different state. Yeah. Oh, what? 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 <laughs> I'm not the one hiding oh, from it. I'm quite happy to have people there. But yeah, we do need to organise it. That's something that I've got on my list to do. Okay, we love okay, it. Okay, can I wait? Uh, something that's foreign to me, and I don't know why, Jordan, I, maybe you're the same as me. Mark, you might have had a better understanding of this. When do you guys. Yeah, when do you guys think Albert Einstein passed away? 19. Oh, okay. 20. No, 19. 1953. Oh, you're pretty close. It's 1955. Really? Jordan. That's very Historian. I don't know, man. For me, some reason, I just thought he was around in the Historian. 70s. I don't oh. know why. I was blew my mind that he was around when my grandma was alive. I know my history, man. 1955, he passed away. Mm. It just felt like to me that he was. Yeah, you guys knew that. So, okay. It's what did he me. invent, though? Mm. Everything, the world, <laughs> the That's smartest man ever. He was, he, was, he was alive a lot earlier, but no, he was alive when my grandma was like 40. He, wor- he worked on a code that is used in all... No, I'm making that up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut well, up, just me. If someone else didn't know that, well, then you're welcome. That's a piece of my pie today. Let's get into it, though, eh? Daily Bread, breaking bread with the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Guys... The New York Post has reported that apparently a zoo in China has refused. I've got this wrong. I heard about this. <laughs> I want to hear you say it though. A Chinese zoo denies its sun bears are humans dressed in costumes. <laughs> but just, sorry, just quickly, what? Brooke, you have to give an audible noise once you see this picture. This is the photos that they're seeing. <laughs> I don't know how to explain these photos, but these quote-unquote bears are standing up in the zoo and people are taking photos and the costume looks like it's sagging down in the bum area that I haven't seen usually on a on a bear. See that? Oh, yeah. No bunda in the back. And they're just standing too up, upright and straight like humans do. Imagine imagine being hired to do that, though. Like thinking you're going to be a zookeeper and they're like, oh, no, no, no. no. Not today. Go get dressed. <laughs> you don't pay me you know, do, do I need to make the noises too? No, no, don't make any noise. I don't know if it's the same with... Uh, the Chinese zoos. But I do know that a lot of enclosures around the world are sponsored by clients. So you might go and see the Sun Bear at the Wellington Zoo and it's brought to you by blah, blah, blah. And they pay money to have that enclosure advertised. If there isn't a Sun Bear anymore... Oh, no, money's coming back in the pocket. They can't make any money off that enclosure. And I don't know if this is how it runs. Uh, And we can't get a bread sponsor? So if we don't have a Sun Bear... Put on a costume. <laughs> you can't get a Oi, go wave at the go wave at the kids. You're the sun bear today. We need to make sure that that enclosure stays open. Yeah. Um, uh, just say, hey, just nah, throwing you, that up there. Hey, just, just a little one. Uh, can I have some daily bread with the music down, please, Matsu Mark? I would just like to start with this song right here. And the reason that I'm playing this is because I know my friend won't talk about it. So I'm going to talk about it. Nah, I'm going to talk about it. Please talk about it. Mr. Stan Walker Addies, uh, one summer V and Sam V, they're going to be at a place called the Auckland Viaduct Event Centre very shortly. 13th of August, 09 Sessions is going to be there. The band and everything. Jordan, what did I miss? Okay, so the thanks, thank you for bringing this up. I got you. I, I didn't want to use this platform, you know, for my personal endeavors. This isn't one of those, like, Jordan actually asked me to do it. No, like, I just I bought it to the table. But now that you brought it up, I feel, I feel bring it up. 
I, I run, a, I run a, um, uh, an awesome event called Oh Nine Soul Sessions, uh, where we basically just play live. It's, it's a night of soul R&B always, but we've kind of we've, we've, we've pushed the boat out a bit on this one, and we've kind of gone a little bit bigger than we usually do, so we've changed venues to the Viaduct Event Centre. It's part of Elemental Festival, which was basically Auckland Council put on all of these uh, gigs uh, during FIFA Women's World Cup, so people have stuff to go to. Yeah. So we're in partnership with them, but we were able to book Stan Walker at ease, Ed E's is the one, man. Yeah. Like, not that Sam small, V's the Ed one, too. Summer on. V um, for just a night of live music. Of absolute greatness. So please uh, go to the link in my bio on Instagram, please, and purchase a ticket. From Ticketmaster. Afterpay options are available. Afterpay options are available. But listen, when, when are you going to have a night out, like, actually listening to iconic voices with live bands, not just backing tracks? Full live band. Live music. I heard the weather's going to be great on that day already. I was I sunny, asked God himself. Sunny. He was like, yeah, that's no, good. We're DJ good. and I will spin some tunes too to keep us tied over. Please, please, please. <laughs> please, 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 please. Please, please, <laughs> please come along. Please check that out. So that's my daily bread. Uh, that's going to be down the 09 Soul Sessions. Can't wait. Thank you. We just want to change gears just a little bit for my last daily bread. Because... Some sad news uh, yesterday that we weren't able to report on that show. But sadly, Euphoria star Angus Cloud uh, has passed away at 25. Um, if you're not, um, if you haven't watched the Euphoria show, you might not know who exactly that is. But they told uh, family told TMZ it is with the heaviest of hearts that we had to say goodbye to an incredible human today. As an artist, a friend, a brother, and a son, Angus was special to all of us in so many ways. They continue, and this is the part that sort of made me quite sad was last week he actually buried his father and has intensely struggled with his loss the only comfort we have is knowing angus is now reunited with his dad so yeah not not sure on the details of that doesn't really matter um but yeah euphoria star passed away yesterday so yeah horrible man and for that family you watch euphoria eh? yeah it's fizz for anyone who was wondering like what character does he play is it i haven't watched i haven't actually watched euphoria but i've watched his interviews it's incredible and i would imagine if you haven't watched it now with knowing that he's passed away uh, in this world, it would have a heavier hit because he plays such an emotional oh, role really? and his character is strong but also vulnerable. Uh, he plays a big part with Zendaya. He's an amazing, what, he mm. was an amazing actor. So, yeah, it's sad times. Uh, yeah. Well, that's your Daily Bread for today. Daily Bread, breaking bread with, with the, the news of today. today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. This is The Morning Shift. Let's have a bit of fun, okay? It's a Wednesday, you know, midweek, midweek, a bit of banter. So I saw this on the internet, obviously, and I just thought I'd bring it to us. So if you're listening in the car right now and you're a dude, uh, there's a woman who reckons if you want a conversation starter for men, Mm -hmm. they will just get them talking all night. She reckons ask them this Question. Question. Oh, this was also sent through on our messenger as well. Just FYI, just in case someone is listening right now and goes, "Hey, I sent this to you guys." Oh, sweet, mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we're all we're all thinking the same thing. Yeah. Love that. Here we go. Girly dating advice: If you want to talk to a guy but you don't know how to open the conversation, ask him if he would rather be a cowboy, a pirate, or a samurai. He will have a lot of opinions about all three of those things. So good luck. What? <laughs> All right, let's write she, them down. A she, samurai she, cowboy. She, she said, "If you're on a date and you don't know how to like conversate, just ask him if he'd rather be a cowboy, a pirate, or a samurai." Mm. Let me tell you, one <laughs> thing, I definitely wouldn't be a cowboy. You'll give me I'm samurai. trying to, I'm trying to hunt the cowboys. You know what I'm saying? You'll mm. give me samurai. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't team cowboy. That's for damn sure. 
What are you, Matua? Matua. Um, I kind of like the idea of a pirate. You would. You Watch look like a pirate. Seas. Yeah, you know. Arr. If only I didn't get seasick. Um, but <laughs> Give us a... Arr. Arr. Hey, yeah, I reckon the idea of pillaging other people's hard-earned cash would be a cool thing to do. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get when you stop. Because you know what I love doing? I love going to, like... Uh, like, when you get a new home, right? This or might you, be you a thing. Home, Here we go. Like... You find these little wee nooks and crannies. Like, I like hiding stuff under floorboards and stuff like that. Like, And then when you discover somebody else's stuff that they've hidden, you're like... <laughs> so you do that full-time as a job, as a pirate. I'm in for that. Lock uh, me down as a pirate. No, 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 hang on. Hang on. Let me, let's unpack this, because I, I think we've gone into a little bit of Matil Mark's mind that he doesn't quite want us to explore. So <laughs> let's say you are a pirate, mm-hmm. and this is completely hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Where, where would you go to start... Hustling. Like what suburb? <laughs> <laughs> and um, what would you take? Okay, so like you've got you've got a you've got a big bag that you've got a full of goods. Yeah. And you gotta go somewhere and you and you and you gotta take some. Am I on the water? Or do I just get to pirate and no, you, have to pirate, you can pirate like well, your land loan pirate. mission. Loan 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 mission. Nah, you have to be out there in the Am I a land pirate? No, um <laughs> I I'd probably start at St. Helier's. Don't they have like a <laughs> St. Helier's is a nice area in Auckland. I've we just, are not condoning but if you were to be a pirate, <laughs> that's where you'd dock first. I'd probably dock first and just go through all the boats. Like no one's actually even—I wouldn't have to fight anyone there either, which is great. I'd just go and pillage everyone's boats. I'd start in oh, South Auckland. Really? Why? Look what's on the look what's on the stove, my brothers. I'm hungry, mate. I want that feed. Never mind TVs and all that. Nah, just. I want that gongai. Oh, he's saying there's no reception out there. I want that. Yeah, I want, I'm, looking for, that. I'm, I'm looking for a, for a home-cooked meal. I've, mm. been, I've been on my travels too much. I think that's called burglary. You'd have to be a burglar you, to do going that. Going to St. Helier's <laughs> makes it any better. No, 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 but my, I'm, I'm on a boat still. You're going to South Auckland. Yeah, but what are you doing? Well, we're going to dock, dock in St. Helier's Bay and just wave, yeah. it, wave at the locals? No, I'm going to go on the boats that are all docked up at St. Helier's Bay. And still I'm going to steal all this stuff. Oh, yeah, that, I know. Oh, I think that's also I, called burglary. I, I know that. What I'm trying to say is that when you're in South Auckland and you're looking for home-cooked meals, you're actually breaking and entering into someone's house to get a home-cooked meal. Yeah, but I, I parked my boat in Monaco Bay <laughs> or whatever it is. Monaco, whatever. We've, what is we, it? We are not qualified to be pirates, yeah, clearly. Well, I think I'd be a cowboy for all the wrong reasons. I love the music. Don't mind putting on one of the hats. You know, mine's not to be out there and like <laughs> test myself hey, against you're right. The I love yellow. Oh, we loved Yellowstone. We man. did like Yellowstone. Love that. Yeah. You know, get, just ride a horse every now and then, just get in the outback. Yeah, like, but in Yellowstone, they did a bit of shooting as well and killing people. Yes, yeah, not. I don't want to be a part of that. So you want to be a faux pirate. <laughs> you want to be like faux a cowboy. It's a facade. I'm face value. I'm a face value cowboy. Can we discuss the merits of a samurai? Yeah, I was just thinking, if you're going to be a pirate, you're going to be a cowboy. I don't want to be a samurai. Too boring. Boring. It's a good life, right? Like, it's a really well-spent uh, life. You're just too enlightened, right? Mm. <laughs> like, you just t- you just walk through the wilderness, not need just being. You don't need to do anything. You just need to be, exist. Yeah, and you're obligated to a higher master, mm. whether it be the person who you're a samurai with or whether it's the emperor. Like, you're always obligated to somebody else. That's Isn't the it? great thing about Is Japanese it? culture. Oh, t- yeah, true. So they, much honour, eh? Yeah, it's honour, and it's got nothing to do with who you are as a person. It's actually, you actually live within the world, oh, and you understand oh. your place. Maybe I, actually, Maybe I'm that's me. I'm a samurai. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you just explained me. The samurai, the, the tikanga around samurai, eh, and neck level. Mm. Don't, if you lose a match, don't you have to top your, like... Huh? Wait, hang on. 
getting this wrong. You got something else. There is a, there, there is an something, way of taking yeah, your there, own life. Yeah, yeah. there are. There, I don't. I forgot the the terms and conditions though. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a bad job. I'm not au fait on the uh, terms and conditions of taking your own life as a samurai. <laughs> but I yeah. do know that we've got. You're all, in St Helier's, don't worry. <laughs> about yeah, we're all bases covered. I'm off pirating in St Helier's Bay. Following the the breeze. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm a uh, face value cowboy, and uh, I'm a. Jordan's reading up on the terms and conditions. I'm, a, I'm, I'm reading up on the terms <laughs> and conditions. Either way, well, she we might we, have been right. We had a little combo there, but maybe shifters, if you'd like to extend this, let us know uh, what other occupations we should be uh, talking about. Stay away from St. Helier's. Yeah, yes, my I'm going to Mangere. This is The Morning Shift. Yes, and a little bit of a surprise on this one right here. We uh, We caught up with one very, very talented journalist, uh, a great journalist here in New Zealand. We think he is the best. His name is Paddy Gower. Now he's big he is, time, pretty big time. Pretty big time. He's done on cannabis. He has done on beer. He has just finished and he's just wrapped up on vaping. Now we're going to play the full thing out. Probably around about lunchtime we'll drop the full thing. But here is a little snip of our chat with Paddy Gower a little bit earlier today. Enjoy. Can I, I'm, I'm interested in your mindset before you went into this documentary. Like what were you, what were you thinking and what, you know, how has that changed? Yeah, I mean, I had, you know, I had a lot of views on it. And, you know, my mum, um, she died of lung cancer. She was addicted to smoking. And I can, you know, obviously remember her smoking because that was something she did all the time. And, and me and my sister and my dad, we really wanted her to stop. And she tried all sorts of things, you know, um, um, gum, uh, mm-hmm. patches, uh, hypnosis, you know, and she could never, she could never give up, mm. and she eventually died of lung cancer. You know, and and I can just remember the addiction. Like it was just like, what are you doing? You know, the the rain's pissing down, and you're going outside the back door to um, smoke a, a hol- smoke a holiday. Uh, you know, at ten thirty at night before you go to bed. Like this is nuts, right? Mm. And this is about ten fifteen years ago that she died. So vaping wasn't on the scene. So if if my mum was around, I definitely would have got her on a vape. No question. You know, and we've seen, I mean, you'll know so many friends of Fano who have 100%. been able to get off Siggies and, you know, A, for their health, B, for the amount of money it costs and, and get on the vapes. So from from one side of me, from my heart, you know, I'm really into vaping. Like, I'm just like, if anyone is smoking and I see them on a vape, I think that is great news for, for their family you know, and for them. But then, you know, of course, there's our kids, right? And you, you, you just go around New Zealand and, you know, lots of people come up and talk to me and tell me stuff that's going on. And I just found everywhere I was going, it was someone coming up and asking me about vaping in schools, vaping in schools. Oh, they can't use the toilets. Toilets are closed at lunchtime. So many kids in there, you know. And initially it was high schools and then it was intermediate. And nowadays people are talking to me about vaping in primary schools. So that sort of left me with these sort of mixed feelings Mm. about vaping and I just thought, you know, I really want to look into this as a documentary because there's a lot going on here. And and that's what that's what the documentary is about, really. Yes. It's about here's the good side of vaping. But and you know, it's like a big but. What about the bad side, which is kids getting hooked on nicotine? Mm. I'm a virgin vapor. Never really got into it as well. So I'm glad that I can watch this and be like, okay, hey, here's another reason for me not to. And hopefully, yes. and I hear why you're saying it's good in certain parts as well. But what are some of the scariest things you've taken away from from this latest documentary you've done? You know, I think it's it's the addiction, right? You know, like I told you guys just before about my mum being addicted to smoking. Well, she's addicted to the, she was addicted 
to the nicotine inside it. You know, they're not addicted to the smoke or the tar or anything like that. The thing that's inside it that makes you come back is the nicotine. Mm. And and that had a real grip on, on my mum. And then, you know, when I did the testing and the doctors and nurses and scientists could show me, hey, if you smoke a cigarette, you get X amount of nicotine in your system. It goes like this in a, in a, in a, in a, a graph. graph. Yes. And then if you have a hoon on a vape, the graph looks exactly the same. So all of these people that are addicted But the perceptions to vape, are completely different, The perceptions right? are completely but different. But biologically, the same thing's technically happening. That's right. You are getting addicted to something that is just going to be incredibly, mm. incredibly hard to give up. And yes, you know, it, it, vaping is better than smoking almost certainly, mm-hmm. right? But it's this addiction. And we don't know what it's going to look like for someone... In 10 years, because vaping hasn't been around very long, there's only a sort of people have really only been hooking into it the last five to 10 years. So, what's it going to be like in 10 years' time, 20 years' time, 30 years' time when people have been sucking on a vape all their life? Well, this is what I'm so interested in because this is this is what I'm hearing now. And obviously, there's new laws coming in around vaping because clearly at the top, they've realized that they've dropped the ball somewhere. Yep. Now, now, who, because we don't have that data on what is going to happen, who, I don't want to say who's to blame here, but Who's dropped the ball on this? Yeah, I, and that's that's a really good question because it's like, yeah, we've got to a point where we've kind of tipped over. Like we're like, if you go around, like I walk down here just now, right? Oh, totally. You don't, you don't see anyone smoking anymore, hardly ever. Maybe on a building site, maybe one guy is smoking. You know, a few years ago, every guy would have been smoking, right? Because they're all on the vapes now. So you can really, you know, smoking is is disappearing in Aotearoa, mm. New Zealand. That's great because it was killing people left, right, and centre. That's fantastic, but at some point it's tipped over, and now we've got this other big problem all of a sudden. And so, who's dropped the ball on it? You know, it's it's ultimately us as a society for not raising the alarm early enough, or not listening to the school teachers and the parents who were warning, and the government as well. You know, we could have really tightened in on vaping two, three, four, five years ago and really made it a, a available in a way that only smokers could get it or, or or adults and just make it quite hard to get your hands on a vape. Whereas at the moment, the sad fact is it's quite easy to get your hands on a vape because they're sold in dairies. Well, what happens What happens with the law changes now? There's there's over a thousand vape stores. I, I, I Googled too and I saw on the presser that to, for scale, there's 267-ish KFC Yes. Stores around New Zealand, so there's a lot more vape stores. What happens to the economy? What happens to yeah. those buildings where they because they're gone, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, I think what we need to do is you know have a moratorium on vape shops, and and just say <laughs> just say look, we've we've got enough vape shops in New Zealand, right mm. at the moment. So there's we're not going to have any more. There's enough for people to get to. Hey, yeah. Paddy, um, as the resident vapor among us, um, I, I, I used to vape to get off the cigarettes. I was a pack a day. Fantastic. And now I kind of feel like I've been, we were kind of, I was getting shunned at the time for being a cigarette smoker. And this yep. is, I, I take in, I love nicotine and I'm addicted to nicotine. I know that much. Yes. For me, it's about, um, I know I've had way less chest infections since moving to vape. Totally. So I know that there is a good side for me in this. I don't do drinking, I don't do all the other stuff. I like, this is my thing. Right, kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. But I do think that there is there's a, a way that like the Japanese when I went to Japan they had they had you had to be 21 or over to even buy yeah. a vape. There's it's illegal to sell nicotine in the vapes, so yes. they had already sort of tried to stop people getting addicted to it from the nicotine side of things. But it's almost impossible to find a vape store 
in Japan, all of Tokyo, like that was near on impossible. I flew over there and I'd forgotten my vape. I was like, oh no. But it was near on impossible to actually find it. And then you can't get nicotine in them. So as much as the Americans are looking to outlaw it, I feel like the Japanese just did it straight from the very start and were smart with it. Yeah. Almost impossible to buy one because they're so hard to find a the store. Ja- the Japanese be listening though. Like this society be following the rules. Yeah. Which and I, I just thought I thought if we had done that at the very mm. start, we, it's too late to do that now. But if yes. we could take a look around the rest of the world and work out how they've dealt with the vape, the vaping, I think the Japanese are a really good way to, place it, to start. Is it too yeah. late though? Just yeah, ban totally the flavors, mate. right? Yeah, that's right. Ban a lot of the flavors, which they have done in this latest yeah. in this latest round. Not all flavors. But they banned a lot of the flavors, which is something they should have done originally. But you know, also and the colors, uh, but ban the colors. Uh. And, you know, put them in plain packaging. They can only be black in color and yes. a certain shape, and the and the stores can't have any any advertise on it. And you know, the stuff. You know, we know all this because we've done it with smoking, right? Mm. So we know <laughs> it's not like we're reinventing the wheel to go. Hey, we should have plain packaging on these things, you know. And 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 Mark's Mark's a great example of of mm. what vaping's. For. It's for someone to get off the ciggies and improve their health and then while they're on it, try and find it, if they want, try and find another way off it. Or if they decide, hey, nicotine's my, my bag in life and it's not hurting anybody else and I get to make my own decisions, um, then go for your life. This is The Morning Shift. Yes, and this is going to be a little test of the old moral compass. There's no right or wrong. I want to start by saying there is no right or wrong. Just very interested to see where you that guys... That sounds like a lie. No, no, no. There is no right or wrong on this question, okay? Just very interested to see the destination is going to be something, but the journey will be fun to see where you two sit. Are you the same? Are you different? Now, this question came up on the shifters page. I don't feel like I've had an ample warning for, for this. What is going on no, I think that's the You two have been scheming the whole no, 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 no. I, I promise you there's no hidden agenda on this one. I can tell with Mark's eyes. I'm going to read you something that popped up on the shifters page. <laughs> and then okay. see where you guys okay. sit at the very okay. end of this. I see what's happening. Okay. There is a train barreling down the railway tracks, unable to stop. Question. I'll give you one question early, Mark, and then you're done. Okay. No, I don't want to use my, early, my question now. Okay. From the top. There's a train barreling down the railway tracks, unable to stop. Ahead on the tracks... There are 20 people tied up, unable to move. The trolley is heading straight for them. You're standing some distance off in the train yard next to a lever. If you pull this lever, the trolley will switch to a different set of tracks. However, you notice that there are three people who happen to be your family members on the <laughs> side track walking. Okay, now you I have use two my options and two options only. Mark, I will tell you this. I know your question already. You cannot pick the family members. Ah. For argument's sake, it's just three family members out there. Here are here are your options. They would assume that we would we, we would want to pick some family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do nothing, in which case the trolley will kill twenty people on the main track. You pull the lever. Diverting the trolley onto the side track, where it will kill three of your family members. Which is more ethical? Well, neither is ethical, because you're about to witness death. But you two here, on this day, if you were struck with this catastrophic event that you so had to a, choose, it's, it's either you do nothing, 
and it stays. So if I pull the lever, it diverts to twenty people. No, if you pull the lever, it diverts to your family of three. If you do nothing, if you do nothing, it's going to barrel down the twenty. Oh, it's a great question, Brooke. Question I'm asked every day. (laughs) (laughs) No, like that was funny. Holy heck, that was funny. (laughs) What I mean is. There's actually some truth to this because I am guilty of not backing my family enough at times. Ah, oh, shut up. Because I know they're, they're, you know, at times we're at fault. So being angry at the group is probably not the right thing to be doing. So I weigh up and I try and work it all out. But if I am forced to make a decision on whether that train goes through 20 people and takes mm-hmm. their lives and, or three random family members, I can't get to choose them. Cannot get to choose now. So it's like a lucky dip on the family members that are put there too. Or you know, it could be the the one that you hate the most, but also mum's in there. <gasps> okay, you don't need to say the name. You just say someone you really like. I had love. to give it some sort of you know, now value. Now it's completely changed the no, don't scenario let it skew. now. Don't let it skew. Because now she's listening. But you. <laughs> Sorry, mama. Sorry, mama. <laughs> don't let it skew how you feel about, feel about it. I know what I'm doing. I'm throwing myself in front of the train and derailing it. So oh, no Mark, that wasn't an option, Mark. That's smart. <laughs> that is not an option. <laughs> those guys, eh? Those guys, those I'm going to throw myself in front I'm of I'm going to stop the train with my <laughs> body. <laughs> and uh, it just goes straight over, eh? Yeah. Because remember, if you don't touch it, you've done nothing. But if you pull it up, that's you actually being a part of it. Your family won't blame you because they won't be there. What's the butterfly effect day of the 20 people? Yeah, the 20 people. Are they criminals? Do they deserve to be on the track? There's too much Are stuff. Are they good Samaritans? Imagine, ima- imagine, in, like, imagine this scenario for a stranger to us and Ava's, Ava's standing, next, standing next to you saying, Dad, we're going to be okay. And you're, and, and you're going, don't pull the lever. Don't pull the lever. There's <laughs> too much to We're going to be on. fine. We're going to be fine. All right. I'm leaving the lever. Sorry, 20 people are gone. I can't risk it. I can't change destiny. It's not my job. But maybe destiny was you pull it. Why are they tied up there anyway? How did they get 20 people tied up on a track? Hey, let's not get lost in the semantics, semantics of the whole thing. It makes two of us I need a semantics a little bit. What if it was the 20 most influential people of your whole life who have like, helped you? <laughs> They're not strangers. <laughs> They're not strangers. <laughs> Great question, Brooke. Thank you for bringing it to the show. I still need Jordan's answer. We got, we got one from Matoa. You've stumped me, eh? Because usually I'll... When you make content, when someone goes left, you go right. It's just how... It's kind of how it is sometimes. Is that your mum? My verdict? I don't know those 20 people. Family first, baby. Oh, my gosh, that hurt, though. Hey, just something to take back. Hey, what's your answer? No, no, you guys. Oh. It's not about me, man. It's not about I bought Let's it to the go. table. But we appreciate the content that you are sending through. Just take that on, on your merry way. We're at work today, or maybe you want to use that with your family. There you go, team. Well done, you two. Killed 20 people. Nice. Hey, 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 wow. that's enough. No, 17. don't need to say oh, things wow. like that. This is The Morning Shift. Kia I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And this is True News.
for you. Yep, three stories to throw at you, boys. See how we feel. Uh, story number one, advice for charging e-scooters comes after explosion causes critical injuries here in Aotearoa. Oh. Something weird is going on. Search for answers as the Arctic sea ice stays at historic lows. And 4,000, 46,000-year-old worms wriggle back to life. I saw that. Us. Oh. All three. All three. All three. All three. All three. Uh, yeah, news coming through, uh, and only recently, Fire and Emergency is urging owners of e-scooters and e-bike powered by lithium-ion batteries uh, to take care when charging their devices. This morning comes after a person suffered critical injuries when an e-scooter exploded in a central Wellington apartment on Saturday night. Uh, yeah, apparently these... Uh, lithium-ion batteries uh, in our phones, they're everywhere, but we're not supposed to be fully charging them or fully letting them go dead. So if you think about your habits when you have your cell phone, yeah. again... That's pretty much my habits. That's exactly it, right? We always let it die, <laughs> or we put it on the charger and we sleep next to it while it's charging, and they're warning people that it's not the right way about charging batteries now after this uh, person, and we hope they recover. Uh, yeah, it was... Pretty badly burnt when their e-scooter uh, battery blew up while they were charging it in Wellington on Saturday night. Yeah, I, I would assume that uh, they probably. I'd like to see their charging habits. Probably wasn't good, but I'm trying to buy an e-scooter, so this isn't this isn't what I want to hear. <laughs> no, <you know? laughs> it's not what I want to hear, bro. <laughs> just just be aware. I guess that's the whole idea of having this actually, segment. <laughs> quick funny story. I actually stole an e-scooter. Um, Okay, let me let me let me let Okay, okay, so I'm working at the FIFA Women's World Cup at the moment, so I want a scooter from home, but mm. all the scooters are gone, like usually on the walkway. Oh, like where the I lime live. scooters. Yeah, the lime stuff. scooters. Yeah. So I just quickly like put it in my boot um, to take it home so that I could shower up and then scooter up. So it was, I was stealing it temporarily. Okay, how but I didn't know, like, it made this beeping really noise. loud beeping noise. Yeah, if you're stealing it. <laughs> and, and people could hear it <laughs> when I was driving, and I was like, hurry up, get, 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 get. But anyway, if anyone's got any uh, hookups on a powerful e scooter, I'd love to uh, purchase one. You, know? you had a hoon on my bike yesterday. Uh, bike, bikes are incredible. No, it's not a bike. Well, run me through that, Mark, because I went on it and I was going like it's 26 wait, k's an hour. It's crazy people think they can exercise on an on a e-bike, right? Oh, no, it's not for exercise. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not for exercise. That's to get me from A to B. But, yeah, the e-bikes, they go good, eh? Yeah, well, they went very, very well. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is a little bit too good. And you're out of you smelling the fresh air. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's um, try and break this next story down because it's a little uh, confusing. But something as weird is going on uh, as the Arctic sea ice stays at a historic low. Now, some scientists fear the shocking shift is the beginning of a global heating-linked collapse uh, of the ice, uh, which could have an alarming knock-on effect. By now, there should usually be 16.4 kilometres squared uh, of Arctic sea ice. So up the top. Is the Arctic the top? Was that the Antarctic? Anyway, Antarctic, sorry, uh, sea ice. But this week, there was only 14.1 metres squared kilometres. So a size uh, bigger than Mexico has failed to freeze. Ooh. So basically, at this time of the year, the ice starts to freeze up around um, the Antarctic and the Arctic, and uh, they can measure how much ice is frozen up, and that gives us a good indication about just how high... Uh, oh, no. yeah, a big chunk. That, mean, that means the, the pyramids are going to reveal themselves in the Arctic. Well, what it does mean is... There is a loss of ice means that there's less sun's energy reflected back into space, which could cause more warming of the Earth uh, because, you know, usually the sunlight will reflect back off the Arctic and we're sweet. Um, And that could cause warmer oceans. And basically what's going to happen is that 
they have started to predict when some of our Pacifica nations are going to be in trouble with how much water is in the sea, the sea levels, they're going to have to rejig all the numbers now because if this is how we are headed, they are confused. It's been a massive, a drastic drop in how much uh, sea ice there is. uh, Which is going to have catastrophic consequences for our Pacific nation day. Totally. That's why it affects us and that's why we should be aware of it. Oh, wow. That's Mm. that's scary. And finally, 46,000-year-old worms wriggle back to life after the scientists defrost them. Sway. How? <laughs> so Stone Age worms dug up in the Siberian uh, frost were brought back to life uh, 46,000 years in suspended animation. Apparently these creatures, round worms, were discovered by Russian scientists inside a fossil squirrel burrow uh, deep in a glacier. And so they've, they've scraped them out, put them in the old Petri dish, microwaved them. No, I don't know if they microwaved them, but <laughs> brought them back. And now we have uh, basically the oldest species now alive again. So this, oh, these, these worms nah. will now be the oldest thing ever to be alive again. What about the reptilians? we got to find... Yeah, well, we've got to find out how we can do them. But basically, we would have to do use DNA to recreate uh, a dinosaur. Right here, we oh. didn't even need their DNA. We just defrosted them and these worms now. Leave them alone, eh? Just how does leave that work? things alone. They obviously don't need high body temperatures to preserve themselves. So 46,000-year-old worms... Now wriggling about, just chilling, going, whoa, what's this internet thing? No, I don't know. I won't be doing that. That was silly of me. <laughs> Dumb joke. Dad joke dry. Um, that's it for another week. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And that is True News. For you. This is The Morning Shift. Yes, we've got to get up out of here. But just a quick reminder, guys, if you were like, oh, man, do I go? Do I not? I need one more sign. At ease is going to be our nice soul sessions. Thank you. That's all I wanted to leave you with today. I appreciate that. I got you, my boy. Please. I got uh, you. Before we leave, can I just ask um, to just quickly go around the room and uh, remind people who our Cinderella or fella who we're looking for this week. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I was looking for Prime Minister. No, <laughs> someone who's worked in uh, government. I'm looking for a male Sagittarius. And that person has to be rocking three prosthetic limbs. Cinderella or fella, we're closing in on you. Remember, <laughs> if the shoe fits, don't wear it. Share it. See you tomorrow. Check on your people. This is The Shift. The Shift. Let's go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The Morning Shift. I'm going to make him an offer again with you. The Shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is The Shift. Got it. <laughs> okay.